I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. Folks, he was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. As far as I'm concerned, Bill O'Reilly is the greatest in this job in the history of our business. Does a tremendous show on this station, 9 o'clock every weeknight. You hear him every morning here at 725. He has his own website, which is far and away the most trusted news site anywhere in the world today, BillOReilly.com. Great interviews, great, great TV, great columns. Comes off that historic trip to Texas and Florida with President Donald Trump, which he's going to replay, mind you, on his website coming up this weekend. And his killing series, about as good as any book you'll ever read, all of them. And the new one is about to come out. With that said, here he is. My friend Bill O'Reilly. Now, Bill, last night the Knicks built a 28-point lead. Bill is kind enough to take me to the game last night. Mind you, right the the seats are right on the court, gorgeous seats. And Bill says to me, you watch, the Nets are going to come back. I said, Bill, they got no offense, no Durant, no Harden, no Irving. He said, Sid, they're going to come back. Bill, no Stradamus. Not just come back, they won the game. Yes, call me Miss Cleo. (laughs) I am a seer. You know, the problem with the Knicks is that they don't have uh, a player, a dominant player that controls the game. So they have good players. I mean, uh, Randall is good and, and some of the others. But that there's not one central force um, who can basically stop a disaster, which unfolded in the fourth uh, quarter, fourth period last night of the game. Um, I'm not a genius, but I, I, I'm, I know sports uh, pretty well. I played four of them when I was a kid. And I could just see that uh, the, net, uh, the Nets are a young team. And if they, uh, the first three periods, they didn't really um, pedal to the metal. But then in the fourth, boom, and the Nets and the Knicks couldn't stop them. Now you did call that. I got to give you credit. That was a great time last night. You know, and I, Yeah, I, might, I must tell everybody that yeah. Sid was mobbed. At the Garden by two guys from Brooklyn. <laughs> two guys from Brooklyn mobs, Sid. Oh, my God. You're right. Those are the only two. That was it. No, Actually, no, you missed. No. Everybody was waving at you. They no, liked come you. on. They know you're they, a hometown guy. They were waving at you. I was sitting next to you. you kidding me? You, we get up at halftime and you walk over to Tracy Morgan like you guys went to high school together. I know Morgan for a long time, and, you know, he needs to be uh, slapped into shape sometimes, and that's what I had to do. Well, it's funny because we, we inched our way to Mike Breen, who, who uh, you're very close with, as I am, and he was wonderful, and Van yeah, Gundy and Jackson, and then you spoke to Tracy Morgan, but about three chairs away from Tracy Morgan was Spike Lee, and neither you nor I made an attempt to get anywhere near Spike Lee. I saw him coming in, walking in. Um, and he hates me. (laughs) (laughs) So I go, hey, Spike, how you doing? He hates me. 
you know, the yeah. conversation is a little tough. That's fine. He hates you. That's fine. He hates you because you're always right. That's the bottom line. And <laughs> and listen, what you you know, we played your your morning message this morning. Yeah. And you talked about how Franken putting your picture on his book and calling you a liar. Franken, not that far removed from comparing the United States to Nazi Germany, which really upset my cousin Norm Coleman. But he speaks for a lot of the Democrats these days who you talk about liars. They wrote the book. Well, I wrote a, you know, and we did the commentary on WABC, and I also wrote a, uh, a message of the day on BillOReilly.com about this. So in America, if you're famous, you're hosed. I mean, you just can't win. Um, because the and, and Palin will be able to appeal this, by the way, because the judge in her case uh, came out uh, before the jury came back and said, ah, I'm going to throw this out. I don't care what the jury does. Um, come on. You know, I mean, where are we here? Um, and so the New York Times gets away with another one. They certainly defamed Sarah Palin. There's no question they did. But then it wasn't. Well, you didn't prove malice, you know. I mean, that's like somebody hammering a nail into your hand going, you know, I really like you. (laughs) Malice? Why else would you uh, come? Why else would you try to associate Sarah Palin, a conservative politician, with a heinous gun crime? Yeah. There's no other reason to do it. She had nothing to do with the gun crime. So anyway, Franken puts me on a stupid book because he knows he wasn't going to sell any copies without my face on the cover (laughs) with a big headline, Liar. And you know what the beef was? The beef was Franken telling his few readers that I wasn't raised in Levittown on Long Island. He all right, it was raised in an affluent suburb, Mm -hmm. which at the time my mother was still alive going, really? (laughs) (laughs) She lived in the house until she died, the Levittown house. I told her I'd buy her any house on Long Island. She didn't want to move. Wow. So anyway, look, the point of the matter is that you can smear any famous person in this country and get away with it. And that's wrong. Couldn't agree more, and you've been the victim of that time and time again. Let's uh, let's talk about this Durham investigation. Most people who listen to this station who are Trump supporters and Hillary haters absolutely 1,000% believe that she did, in fact, spy on the Trump campaign. We heard a bunch of people speak yesterday. They were convinced from Ron Johnson to others. What does Bill O'Reilly think? Well, I don't think it's fair to say Hillary Clinton knew about it. I mean, she certainly might have known about it, but what is certain, what is a fact, is that the Clinton campaign paid money to people to illegally surveil the Trump Tower and, after Mr. Trump was elected, the Oval Office. So, 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 say, so how so, could that possibly happen? Without her knowing. How could somebody without pay? Him? No, nobody right. knew. Okay? So people how can you possibly surveil the White House because the guy they used, all right, had a contract with the federal government to do something on the machines that the federal government used. Now, I don't know exactly what he did or who hired him or how much he was paid because Durham, the special investigator on it, works for the Justice Department, hasn't told us that yet. But He wouldn't have come out and said that the Clinton campaign did set up this illegal apparatus if he didn't have the goods on it, the facts on it. All right. So John Durham is not Al Franken. Hmm. 
All right, Alvarez said anything he wants, and there's no factual backup. But Durham has a responsibility when he puts something out to back it up, and I, I'm certain he has it. But the right makes a mistake by saying, well, Hillary Clinton did it. You don't know that yet, because there are a lot of things that happen in campaigns, and Donald Trump, the same thing, where stuff is done, but the primary person doesn't know. Nixon didn't know about the Watergate burglars. All right, He didn't know about that. His crime was, once he was informed about it, and they were arrested in the Watergate hotel, then he tried to cover it up and he lied about it. Mm. That's yes. what he got nailed on. Right, right. Okay, so I say to all my listeners on WABC and my viewers on BillOReilly.com and the readers of my column, if you want to have credibility in this world, if you want people to trust you, don't outkick your coverage, to use a football metaphor. Just go with the facts. But the facts here are damning. John Podesta, who was the head of the Clinton campaign, should be hauled in, and maybe he has been, by Durham, put under oath, and let's find out what happened. Bill O'Reilly, about uh, five minutes to go. We talk about Joe Biden every week when Bernie's here, when Bernie's not here. And he's been talking tough the last couple of days uh, to Putin, to Russia. If you go into Ukraine, blah, 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 blah. He's about as intimidating, by the way, as uh, Pee Wee Herman, but that's his job. He's the president. Uh, do you think, A, that Putin is intimidated, and B, do you think he cares? Do you think Russia will still invade the Ukraine? Okay. First of all, my best to Bernie. I know he's listening. And uh, we're with you and hang tough. Secondly, I don't think Biden has done a bad job on Ukraine. Is that right? Yes, because you don't what you have to do is set up the punishment. See, this is what we don't do in New York City for crime. We don't do that. But Biden has basically said to Putin, if you invade Ukraine, we're going to cut off all dollar flow into Russia. The ruble's going to collapse. Your economy is going to totter. None of your oligarch gangster friends are going to be able to go anywhere because we're putting them on no-fly lists, and you're going to be hosed. Now, Biden has done that, and Putin knows that's what will happen. There's no way Biden can weasel out of it. He's got to do it, and he will do it if that invasion comes. So the answer to the question is yes. Putin is somewhat intimidated by this enormous economic sanction that's going to hit Russia because Russia is a poor country. Its economy is no good. And yes, they have oil and gas, but who are they going to sell it to? China, fine. You want yen? Nobody wants yen. Everybody wants dollars. This world runs on U.S. dollars. So in this case... Biden has done the right thing, but I agree with you. He's so befuddled that Putin might say, well, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to see. Right. Test him. Okay. Test yeah. him. Yeah. Whereas Trump, and this is part of the, uh, the history tour that I'm streaming over the weekend on BillOReilly.com. Trump flat out said in the tour, and you'll hear it if you, if you go and listen to uh, the highlight package we put together. I had a deal with Putin. And the deal was, you don't embarrass me, and I won't embarrass you. Right. And that was the deal, because Putin knew, as did the Taliban, as did China, that Trump would 
capable of doing anything. Right. He said, I'll find your wife and kids. I'll kill all of you. So yeah. He told the Taliban guy, right. you, you kill one more American and you and your whole family are going to be vaporized. <laughs> I mean, that's great. Yeah, that's like, you know, Don Corleone or Exactly. Corleone. Exactly. Yeah. Right out but of the Trump, Godfather. They yep. knew yep. if you embarrass Donald Trump, see, that's always the key to his personality. People don't understand. You embarrass him, he's coming after you. And Putin knew that. There were no troops massed on Ukraine with Trump. And the same situation was in play. Right. That Ukraine was leaning west and NATO was bolstering its forces. But Putin didn't do jack. Nothing. Uh, and by the way, neither did Afghanistan and neither was uh, the China with Taiwan. None of those things because Trump would have killed everybody. All right. And, <laughs> right go ahead. <laughs> About 60 seconds to go. The other discussion you and I had courtside last night was Eric Adams, who, of course, referred to white police officers as crackers. He's called Rudy Giuliani's tactics racist. He's called Curtis Sliwa a flat-out racist. Now he's saying white journalists basically are out to get him. How could you be mayor of this city with all the issues and say things like that? Uh, are we going to have four years of whining by Mayor Adams <laughs> about skin color? Is that what we're going to have uh, now? I, I guess. I mean, look, we got rid of that in 1954 when Willie Mays came to the polo grounds. That, okay? is, that, that is such a great answer, Bill O'Reilly. A-plus home run on that one. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, Mayor Adams, if you're listening, if you've got a beef with the media, and I do, I think this is the most corrupt media in U.S. history. All right, if you've got a beef with the media, name the media. Explain the beef. I'll be on your side if it's legitimate, but knock the skin color off with all. And I'm sorry about the pun, but you need to grow a thicker skin. And it doesn't matter what color it is. <laughs> well said. Hey, uh, Bill, when can folks get this uh, latest book in the Killing series? I know you gave me a copy already yesterday. It looks like it's going to be maybe the best one you've written yet. When is that coming out? All right. Killing the Killers, a secret war against terrorists will be out May 3rd. You can pre-order on BillOReilly.com, and we'll send you a Regret Your 2020 Vote Yet sticker. <laughs> I love that. A lot that. of laughs. You can have fun with your liberal friends. I love that. Order 10 of them and just give them out. And then, um, and, and then you're also going to uh, replay the Trump stuff on the stream on your website this weekend, yes? Yes. Beginning at 8 p.m. tonight, going through midnight Monday, President's Weekend, you can see the Trump O'Reilly History Tour highlights on BillOReilly.com. And I'm telling you, you'll see a Donald Trump you've never seen before. Well, I must tell you that uh, I love hanging out with you. Last night was great. I, I really, really enjoyed it. You're brilliant on this show this morning. I mean it when I say it. You're the best ever. Thank you for another amazing performance. And I'm going to watch the ratings jump up when I leave the show at 10 o'clock. Thank you. All right, Bernie. Always fun. Bernie. Sid, always fun. <laughs> Best to Bernie. Bernie's yes. on my mind. Yeah, Best I know he is. I know. Thank, Thank you, Sid. Bill. All okay. right, buddy. I love See you. you. Bye. Care. There he is, a great Bill O'Reilly. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at at info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.